Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. The Porter Building in Wakefield faced the square directly opposite the Calvert Real Estate and Loan Company. It wasn't any too easy these days to find office space, and Randy Lane had been very pleased to find a vacancy there. It was just one room, and a rather shabby one, but it would do for the first year or so of his new business venture. Someone had pointed out the fact that he was awfully close to Ben Calvert's territory, but Randy had laughingly joked that it wouldn't hurt Ben to have a little competition. Well, today Aunt Mary is standing on the other side of Main Street watching a sign appear on the window of her son's office under the skillful hands of a sign man. As she stands looking up with a feeling of motherly pride, Ben Calvert comes out of his office. Good Mary. Oh, hello, Ben. Sure. Randy's going into business, eh? Mm-hmm. First I heard of it. Well, Randy thought it would be wise not to say much until he was ready to get underway. I see. Lane Realty Company. Hmm. Mr. Perkins is doing a very neat job, I think. But the way he's perched up there, I just hope he doesn't lose his balance. Don't worry about Perkins. If I were you, I'd worry about your son. He's quite apt to lose his shirt. Oh, I don't know, Ben. So far as I can see, there's no reason why Randy shouldn't be quite successful in the real estate business. Real estate? Hmm. It strikes me as very peculiar he happened to choose that particular field. It seems quite logical to me, Ben. Randy doesn't like to be confined too much for one thing. In the real estate business, he'll be able to drive around, look over property, showing it to prospects. And it's something that interests him. He's got it all worked out, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. I suppose it hasn't occurred to him that uh, he may not get any business. Oh, he may not for a while, when he's first starting. But I don't think there's any worry about Randy building up a good business. There's a great deal of buying and selling going on nowadays. Sure, that's true. But... But that doesn't mean people are going to bring their business to Randy. I can't think of any reason why they shouldn't. No? Well, I can. Oh? Mary, don't try to act as if you didn't understand what I'm driving at. You know very well what I mean. Yes, Ben, I do. I've handled the real estate business here in Wakefield for a good many years. And I intend to go on handling it. Why, I'm sure you will, Ben. But there's business enough for two offices in town. That's where you're wrong. And if you're the one who talked Randy into this harebrained scheme, you gave him some very bad advice. I don't think it's harebrained at all, Ben. Quite the contrary. And while it wasn't my idea, I did see his possibilities. So naturally, I encouraged Randy to go ahead when he told me about it. And that's where you made a mistake. Ben, it seems to me you resent anyone else opening a real estate office here. Why? Oh, I know you've had the monopoly for a long time. But surely you're not afraid of a little healthy competition. Competition? Don't be silly. If Randy thinks he's going to give me a run for my money, he's crazy. And you can tell him so, with my compliments. There isn't going to be any competition, Miriam. Ben stalked away angrily. His heart was pumping hard, but he was far too annoyed to remember Dr. Lewis's warning not to become overwrought. 
A short while later, Jesse's husband let himself into the cool hallway of the house on 11th Street. There was no sign of Jesse. Finally, Ben found her in the garden. Hello, Jesse. Oh, hello, darling. Coming to join me? Why don't you let the gardener do this work? Aren't these roses lovely? Oh, I do love tea roses better than anything in the world, I think. They're very pretty. Here, Ben. Take a deep breath. Did you ever smell anything so fragrant? For heaven's sake, Jesse, don't thrust it right in my face. Oh, goodness, you're cross. You must have got up from the wrong side of the desk again. Jesse, please don't be funny. I'm sorry, Ben. Have you overtired yourself again? Why don't you go in and lie down for a while? I don't want to lie down. Well, then sit down over there in the hammock. Shall I have Lucy bring you a glass of milk or some iced tea? Oh, thank you. Very well. But at least sit down on this stool here, Ben. You stand there like a stag at bay or a, a wounded bear or something. <laughs> Honestly, Ben, I don't mean to tease you, but sometimes you're so funny when you're out of sorts. Well, I'm glad I amuse you at least. Now, don't get huffy. I do hope you're not going to lose your sense of humor. In the old days, you had a fine capacity for laughter. The old days. A lot of things have changed since then. I suppose I have too. Well, it's not necessary. No reason why a person's attitude need change. After all, it's just a question of adjustment, Ben, and I always... Jesse, if you're going to talk to me, I wish you'd stop all this snip-snipping here. What on earth's gotten into you, Ben? I'm picking these roses for the dining room table. All right, pick them some other time. I'm gone all day. You might at least sit down and talk to me like a decent human being when I get home from the office. After all, Ben, it's early for you to be home. Surely you don't expect me to meet you at the door, bowing and scraping when you come in. No, of course not. It's just that I long for a little sympathy, understanding. And you always seem to be all wrapped up in your own concerns. Very well, Ben. I'll put my things down here, sit on the lawn, and fold my hands in my lap. I can see you're in one of your I've-been-abused moods. <laughs> Poor darling, you do get so upset. Usually it's over nothing. It isn't nothing this time. Dear me, that sounds like a double negative. Jesse, if you're going to joke... Sorry, darling, I promise to be serious. Now, what happened to put you into such a stew? When I started out to come home today, I encountered Mary Lane on Main Street. Uh-oh, so that's why your feathers are ruffled. What did she say? She was standing across from the porter building, looking up. Then I saw what she was looking at. Well? That fool son of hers is opening an office, if you please. Oh, for goodness sake, Ben, if that's why you're so upset. Well, I don't see why you should care what Randy Lane decides to do. Jesse, you didn't let me finish. Randy's opening a real estate office. Oh, I see. Well, but even so, Ben, is it such a tragedy? Not at all, but it's irritating just the same. There's only one reason why Mary Lane's son would choose to establish himself in the real estate business. To get in your hair? Oh, Ben, really? That would be going to a lot of trouble, it seems to me. And why should he bother? The Lanes would do anything to cause trouble for me. And they'd never think of it as a bother. They'd love it. But somehow I can't believe Randy's motive is spiteful or vindictive. I'm afraid you exaggerate, darling. After all, he's at an age when he wants to find himself. Decide how he's going to earn his living. Seems to me it's a perfectly natural thing for him to want to go into some business. Maybe so, but why real estate? 
Plenty of other things he could win to. Well, maybe he likes real estate. Nonsense. I know what his game is. But he won't get away with it. I'll tell you that. I can hold my own. Oh, ben, surely you don't think that Randy could affect your business. Why, he has absolutely no experience. A young man just starting out. What possible harm can he do you? Don't forget, Jesse. He's a veteran. Well, supposing he is. Well, you can imagine how he'll trade on that fact. His service record, all that sort of thing. Then he'll play up the fact that he's Mary Lane's son. And she'll doubtless pull all the strings that she can, too. Well, personally, Ben, I think you're worrying about nothing. Even if Randy does get a certain amount of business. Seems to me there's plenty to go around. That's not the point. Well, all right, Ben, what is the point? I wish you'd tell me, because I fail to see why you're making such a fuss. The point is, I've never liked Randy Lane, and I never will. Furthermore, I've handled the real estate business in this town for more than 20 years. I don't propose to stand by and let Mary Lane's son set himself up in competition to me. There's only going to be one real estate office in Wakefield. That one's going to be mine. May sound trivial to you. But so far as that whole Lane family goes, well, there are a lot of things in the past, Jesse, that I haven't forgotten. Things that I am not going to forget. That's why I say that I'm going to see that this venture of Randy Lane's isn't going to last. As she studied the angry lines in her husband's face, heard the stubborn, querulous tone of his voice, Jessie was overcome with pity. A pity mixed with contempt. Poor man, she thought. He was always fighting windmills. And then she remembered what Dr. Lewis had told her. It would be a strange irony, Jessie thought, if Ben's life were to be threatened by some little thing that he himself built into great importance. 